Welcome to the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. Welcome into this edition of the Keystone Kickoff Show, brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network, the Keystone Sports app. Special NFL Combine edition, let's call it. Greg Pickles here with me. I'm Dustin Hockensmith. Todd Sadowski, our friend from Fox 43, also with us. Anytime there's a high-profile event, Todd comes sniffing around. And here we are. We're <laughs> That's not, not talk- the only time. We're, we're, not in the, we're not in the dog days of spring anymore where we're digging and scratching for little recruiting nuggets. Now we're talking about the NFL, and here comes Todd. Well, I enjoy listening to you guys when you're, you're going for scraps. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh, what can Dusty and Greg come up? What can they scoop we up? We do a pretty good job, tonight? don't yeah. we? Yeah, yeah, we do a pretty absolutely. good job. You would never know we're digging for scraps. We are not digging for anything, I think, in this show. NFL Combine, we'll talk about that for as long as it takes us. Saquon Barkley, Mike Kosicki. Also a good weekend in Penn State sports outside of the Combine. So we want to touch on that a little bit. Jeff Brown will help us elaborate on Penn State hoops some. He'll join us to close out the show. That's all coming up. But the NFL Combine in Indianapolis, it didn't waste any time giving us Saquon Barkley. Um, what can what else can you say? So I think what Saquon Barkley did, 4-4, 4-4-0 I think was the official in the 40. 29 yeah. bench reps, a 41-inch vertical. Looked good in receiving drills. I'm sure he blew him away in, in team interviews because he did really well in the media interview portion. There was a crazy high expectation out there for Saquon Barkley. And somehow he at least met it. He probably, to some people, exceeded expectations. I think he met it for what everyone that has seen him play and right. perform the last couple of years. But I think yeah. he exceeded it, certainly from a national attention standpoint. I mean, he's super Quan now on the, you know, in, in the New York papers. And, you know, they, they truck him out to L.A. to be live on the NFL Network set, you know, the next day to talk about everything that he did. And so I think, you know, what – Everybody that's paid attention to Nittany Lions football the last couple of years already knew was confirmed and then some in the national attention, you know, in the media when people talk about a running back, especially guys, you know, going top five. Oh, running back going top five. There's some in a deep class of running backs. And yet everyone started to talk about, is this the number one overall prospect? Yeah. Is he going to go one to Cleveland? Is he, you know, I mean, the, the Browns are interested in going Barkley one, Baker Mayfield four. I mean, this is what came out of the combine for them. Now, there's a lot of smoke and mirrors that goes with the teams. That Not have a lot. Picks, it's but... all smoke and mirrors. <laughs> Not a lot. It's yeah. all smoke and mirrors. So, but you can't you know, trust anything you read or hear, but. I mean, what you're saying is true. Yeah, no doubt. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and I had a chance to talk with you – know, we sent, for the first time, we sent a crew out to Indianapolis partly because there's eight Penn State players. I mean, it's basically a de facto practice out there. The guys – guys, it's like a Penn State pro day. For, Which is for phenomenal. Ten, yeah, I mean, eight guys. That's a, that's a lot. And so – and plus we had a couple of head coaches all of a sudden from Central PA, Matt Nagy from Mannheim Central with the Bears, Frank Reich with the Colts, and, uh, yeah, just a lot of – so there's a lot of storylines we thought, you know, let's, let's head out there for a couple of days. It, it'll be pretty interesting. And, uh, but I had a chance to talk with James Franklin on Wednesday before we went out. And he just said flat out, he's, look, Kosicki and Barkley are going to test off the charts with freakish athleticism. Boy, they confirmed that. They did. And it's, it's funny seeing, you know, I think the vibe around Saquon has changed a little bit. It went from, so my personal thinking having, you know, we've, we've spent three years kind of following along with his story was that 
I don't think that Cleveland can justify going number one overall on Barkley. I think they have to, if they like a quarterback, you have to get the quarterback a want and maybe hope at four he's there. My thinking has changed a little bit to, to think that, A, Barkley's not going to be there at four, and B, he's worth the number one pick. I loved his answer talking about Cleveland. Whether he meant it 100% or not, to say to be part of something that's bigger than yourself, that is somebody who is, and I think it was pretty genuine, that's somebody who's embracing the challenge and, and not super concerned with what everybody's said about the Browns, what the, the Browns have done to sabotage themselves over the past, I don't know, decades. Uh, and it, I, th- I think that he would really wrap his head around and embrace that challenge. And I think that if, if Cleveland was sitting there, you know, and watching those media sessions, they had to come away with them imp- impressed by that answer too. Yeah. I'll be curious to see what they do now, because I think going into the combine guys, we were, cons- we were interested to see, was it, we knew he was a top five player, but was he a top five pick? I think there were some people thinking that maybe he'd fall down the board a little bit. A lot of people projecting him to San Francisco at number nine. You of course had your run of the mill, maybe one, maybe four to the Browns, maybe two to the Giants. The projections to the Colts at three kind of fell off a little bit. Then came back when everyone figured out that the Eagles, or you know that what the Eagles did offensively might be obviously something that's now done in Indianapolis with a couple different running backs. So. Uh, I think that uh, when you look at everything he did out there, it was an exclamation point. It was what we thought it would be. I think that if you followed his journey, as you said, Dustin, maybe you weren't as impressed or maybe it was just it's been it's still run of the mill anymore. Uh, He does everything, you know, with a grace and with an ability that is elite and among the best that, you know, that have ever done it coming out of Penn State. And now he's in the number one pick conversation. And I think that we he probably was always going to get to this point. The draft cycle is so interesting. You go from so many different places. We still have a lot of places to go. We still have pro days. We still have all the smokescreen that you guys talked about to, you know, throw off teams, might do this, might do that. There's a long way to go here. But coming out of the combine, he was always going to be potentially a guy that skyrocketed up the board and even further than – I mean, he didn't have far to go. But uh, I think it's safe to say that he's at the top of everyone's draft board now if he wasn't already. And now it comes down to fit and what teams want to do with their pick, whether they want to move it, whether they want a quarterback, what they want what they need and well before we know it uh, it'll be draft time at the end of april in dallas you listen to the keystone kickoff show it's brought to you by the keystone sports network talking saquon barkley at the nfl combine there's a lot to say uh here in this situation and his performance was and i think we've talked about this in terms of penn state recruiting right where you can see what a guy did on paper you can see what it looks like on film there's something different when you see him run the 40 you see him test you talk to him it will validate or invalidate what you believe about him and what happened with saquon barkley is that he did, he's not a combine warrior he's not a you know one of these guys who just runs a blazing 40 who came out of nowhere what you saw was him do and test strength speed you know intellectually leaping ability all that stuff he did at the combine a thousand percent validated the game film and and made made these guys be able to see okay he made these college defenders look silly all his combine numbers suggest that he'll be able to make the nfl defenders look silly too well he has the film too to to back that up but I, i love the image where they match up 
guys from previous years, right? And then it's so interesting to it's watch cool, them yeah. run the 40 from the very same camera angle and then match them all up. And there's Saquon in front of Ezekiel Elliott and Leonard Fournette and whoever you want. At Julio two, Jones at, and Ant- Holy- at, Antonio Brown, right, I think, right. was another Jumps one. Jumps higher than up. Julio, runs faster than Antonio Brown, which I feel bad for Antonio Brown. I think he had maybe a little slow 40 because everybody all of a sudden, that's the comparison because he's so successful. Right. Faster than Antonio Brown. I keep hearing, you know, keep hearing that. But regardless, the, the point is, you know, it, it's cool what he did. And you mentioned the interview part of it. And I think from a number one pick perspective, and I think when, when these franchises think about who they're going to select, what are some of the other things you have to think about? Not just the first year that you grab them. Is he the kind of guy that would stick around after a rookie contract? Would the money that he gets eventually change the way that he approaches the game? You know, all those types of things. You continue to play it out with Saquon Barkley. And, you know, the guy played in the bowl game. He did not play in the bowl game for fear of getting injured. Yeah. He didn't announce after the bowl game, I'm going pro, to take the attention away from his teammates. I mean, ask each question and answer it and just go, wow. I mean, you got the entire package. And Nike saw it. You know, the, yeah. the, it, was, it was quick. Quick to give him that endorsement deal, and you've seen a little bit of Nike. A little, you know, he's some, been in all of them. Some, some, <laughs> pro, some pro Nike out <laughs> yeah. of his social media. Um, one of the other thing I thought was funny, and by the time you listen to this, there might even be more conjecture. But there's a couple of things that stood out to me. Um, Monday morning, this morning, Sean Payton call from the New Orleans State Saints called Barkley the best running back prospect in at least 25 years. Mm. I think was, and one NFL assistant pardon the language, this is his quote, not mine, told uh, Mike Freeman from Bleacher Report he would punch himself in the nuts many, many, (laughs) many times for the right to draft Saquon Barkley. What would you guys, what in your life would you do to achieve, what would, what would you punch yourself in the nuts many, many, many times for to achieve in life? What would you do for a Klondike bar? Is that what we're Yeah, I think here? that's what we're talking about here. I don't know. Uh, Klondike bar might, might be on my list. Uh, it, it would be a little bit down the list, but yeah, it would make mine. Yeah, sure. Why not? Um, no, you know, I don't know. Um, it's off. And this is what's, this is the Saquon Barclay effect. Right. I, I don't know if it's exaggerated. I don't know who the NFL assistant coach is. Uh, I don't know if he was joking or serious or whatever. Or, you well, don't know Tony. Certainly, don't I'm not taking it literally. Right, but yeah. um, but this is this is what Saquon Barkley does. But if you were a Browns assistant coach, you might take it literally. You might be like, man, this might be our shot. <laughs> I bet you if you're, if you're a Browns assistant, if you've been part of that organization for several years, you've probably already punched yourself. Yeah, in that's many, fair. Many yeah. yeah, no, that's a fair point. But, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's been a pretty incredible run for him. And what comes next? What does he do now? I mean, what is he going to do at Penn State's Pro Day? Is he even going to show I mean, he'll show up because everyone shows there's up. Not, but, there's not, but much, there's to not much left to do. There's no point. I mean, he'll have a big, uh, obviously, media following at that event. And it'll be good for Penn State because it'll bring a lot of attention to the program. Just to go a little bit off the rails here, but the one guy that... Now we're going off the rails? Yeah, just a little, yeah. The one guy that that may... Not that he needs his stock pumped up anymore, but Dwight Galt, man. You talk about a guy that has just been name-dropped over and over and over again over the last week. Penn State Strength and Conditioning Program. It's not that anyone said anything bad about it of late or over the James Franklin era, but I don't know if it's ever been necessarily pointed out or... Uh, you know, recognized in the way that it's been pointed out and recognized this la- these last few days. Mike Kosicki, James Franklin, Saquon Barkley, all these guys are just pumping up the strength program. 
guess what that's good for? The, Recruiting. The clear winner in all of it, Dwight Galt. Yes, no absolutely. Yeah. Walk into the office. <laughs> hey, coach, what's happening? Yeah. Also, it all comes back to recruiting, doesn't it? It always. Everything always comes, back comes back to, back to recruiting. recruiting. You know what yes. I thought was funny with, with that quote from the assistant talking about punching himself many, many, many times? Yeah. James Franklin quote tweeted it and said he would do that and more <laughs> yeah. to keep Barkley around. Yeah. So that's, the, that's where I first saw it was from James Franklin just acknowledging it and saying, you know what? I'll one-up you on that yeah. one. Yeah, but you know what? I thought that was interesting because he made the, – the rest of that tweet was something to the effect of, you know, I would do this and more to keep him around, but this is what's best for Saquon and his family, and he's ready. And you think back to all the times that James Franklin didn't want to talk about Saquon Barkley's NFL future and all these things, and, I mean, they, they, he alluded to a conversation they had before the season even started. It was clear as day what was going to happen here. I get why they didn't want to talk about it, why Barkley didn't want to talk about it, but it puts those conversations into a humorous light this far down the road. It just took that one quote to do all that. So Saquon Barkley, I have to think, the 4-4-0 in the 40, I think he's probably looking at maybe a little disappointed in the 4-4-0. I'm not, I'm not projecting my disappointment on him, but I think he probably had an expectation that he was going to see a 4-3 something. Yeah, the 4-4-0, terrific, especially at that size. You see the the size to uh, speed ratio was was pretty off the charts as well. But uh, I have to think he wanted a 4-3. So maybe he runs that 40 at the pro day. See what see what he can do there. All right, we're not done talking about the combine. All this about Saquon Barkley. We haven't even gotten to Mike Kosicki yet. So we'll talk about that and a lot more right after this. Hi, this is Scott Shirley, Executive Director of Uplifting Athletes. I'd like to personally invite you to join us for a very special event. Coach James Franklin will be coming to Stocks Manor in Mechanicsburg on Thursday evening, March 15th. Come hear Coach Franklin speak about building a winning team and learn more about the work that Uplifting Athletes is doing for the rare disease community. There will be appetizers, drinks, and photo opportunities. Please go to upliftingathletes.org where you can register for tickets. We hope to see you there. 160,000 miles. That's on average how often you'll use your car insurance. But what if you could get help with more, more often? Maybe save a couple of bucks on clothes or at restaurants. What if you could even get rescued roadside when a tire goes flat or your battery dies? You can, when you're a member and your auto insurance is AAA. Insurance that's not just insurance. Talk to your local AAA agent or visit AAA.com to learn more about how AAA works at every mile. The harsh rain and wind ahead will be very tough on your roof. Prepare for the season by showing your roof you give a shingle and call Long Roofing. That's Long, L-O-N-G. The name that's been trusted by families across the Mid-Atlantic region for more than 70 years. Right now, you will get free gutters with your roof replacement from our friends at Long Roofing. Give them a call today for a free estimate on your roof at 844-405-LONG. That's 844-405-LONG. 